The call to discipleship is the call to find our identity in following Christ and to completely trust Him in all areas of our life. We enter this journey of discipleship through the process and practices known as spiritual formation. In traditional cultures, your identity came from your family or from your profession which were often interwoven. You can just look at some European surnames, such as Porter, Taylor, Fisher, or Shoemaker. In the modern world, we think of switching jobs as no big deal, but this was not the case even a couple of hundred years ago. Your family name told others who you were and what you did. It was as much of your identity as your faith or your country of origin. If you decided on a new profession, you had this idea, oh, I want to go do this, you may disgrace your family and be asked to change your name. In this morning's gospel, we see Jesus asking people to abandon all they know in terms of their family, their identity, and their vocation to follow him. And in some cases, he did change their name. However, we know from the rest of the Gospels that the disciples did indeed fish again, and they did maintain relationships with their families. So what does Jesus mean when he asks us to forsake all and follow him? To be a disciple is to take part in God's mission to redeem and renew the entire creation as one's primary vocation. We may still have other vocations, whether we are fishermen, or teachers, or doctors. But a disciple is primarily a disciple, and that's where our identity rests. Often our gospel is too small. We think that Christ came only to redeem us from our sins, and we focus on our salvation. If the Bible speaks of an entirely new creation, not merely a personal salvation. When Jesus calls us to be his disciples, he is asking us to share in his mission for the redemption of the whole world. As God's children, we are called to be a blessing to the nations. We are called to be the salt of the earth, where we are. And we are called to be the light of the world. How do we do this if we see mission as primarily happening somewhere else done by other people. Clearly, this is the call for some, but not for all. The first step of being a disciple requires a change of heart, or as we pray each Sunday in the liturgy, newness of life. The narrative from the gospel focuses on Jesus' interactions with Peter as they venture out into the Sea of Galilee to go fishing. In this story, we see Peter transformed from a prideful fisherman who knows what's best into a missionary disciple. This transformation was highlighted by two acts. First, submitting to Christ's word, and secondly, the recognition of his own unworthiness. First, submitting to the word of God, and secondly, a recognition of his own unworthiness. As they enter the boat, Jesus, the teacher, tells Peter, the fisherman, 
Let down your nets. Peter here is a little annoyed at Jesus. I would imagine he's thinking to himself, what does this teacher slash carpenter know about fishing? Because his first words are, Master, we have toiled all night and caught nothing. When we hear Jesus challenge our way of thinking, we act the same way. We think, come on, Jesus, I know what I'm doing. I've been doing it this way my whole life. Who are you to tell me what to do? But then, almost immediately, Peter's questioning turns into submission. He says, nevertheless, at thy word, I will let down the nets. Nevertheless, it is a simple statement of release, of handing over to God. It is here that Peter takes a leap of faith, not trusting in his own wisdom, but trusting in Jesus. Letting go of our own practices and habits of what we know best is the hardest part of being a disciple. To begin to live in newness of life, in a new way of life, to do things differently requires humility and admitting that we don't have all the answers. When Peter takes this leap of faith, the results are overwhelming. They catch so many much fish that their nets begin to break, and they had to signal another boat to come and help them. What happens to Peter when he sees these results? I admit, I would have seen dollar signs right away. As a business, but no, he, uh, he doesn't think about how many fish he can sell in the marketplace. But instead, Peter falls to his face, he acknowledges his sin, and he says, Lord, depart from me, for I am a sinful man. The story of Peter's call to discipleship is our story as well. When we begin to spend time with Jesus, whether it's through his word, through prayer, or through the life of the church, we are confronted with holiness that must strike a change in us. Holiness requires action. You either flee from it or it changes you, but you cannot stand idle in the presence of holiness. At the end of this morning's gospel, we see that this call to discipleship flows out into mission. Once Peter trusted in Jesus, he is called to trust even further as a fisher of men. As we are called to follow Jesus, we are called to cast out our nets of the gospel into the world in which we live, not knowing what the results may be, but trusting in God for the outcome. So the challenge this morning is, how can we be the salt of the earth and the light of the world in the various places God has called us to today? How can we be a blessing to those in our neighborhoods, those we work with and for, and those we serve? How do we live gospel-centered lives in the midst of a culture that is anything but gospel-centered? The first step is submitting to Christ in newness of life. As messengers of the gospel, who we are matters. The best thing we can do for others is to the best thing we can do for others is to develop godly habits for ourselves. This is how we will best serve others. The disciplines that we talk about often, morning and evening prayer, communion, silence, these are all ways in which we can turn our thinking into God's way of thinking. And we can say with Peter, 
At thy word, Lord, I will let down the nets. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen.